Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are listening to the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. And this is episode number 17, one seven. And this episode um, is something I've been, I want to say excited, but um, this is one that I have definitely wanted to do for a while, but I tried to figure out the right format, the right way to address it, um, because it's something that I think that we all deal with, especially in the JW podcast family, um, but just in general. And I think once you hear it, it'll be something that you want to share um, with as many people as possible um, is using a term that has really become popular in, in a in a positive way. And nothing about the word is positive in any way, but it's really become uh, something that's used in songs, other podcasts and popular culture in general. And the name of this episode is toxic. And <laughs> it's so funny because the way we, we, we turn things and we flip them into to something that's cool, which is okay. You know, we take, we take words and we flip it and we, we give it a new definition, but this is one you need to let it be what it is. I mean, the word toxic is nothing to play with is deadly. So what do you think we're going to do next? That's right. We're going to go to the dictionary, um, because the dictionary helps us to clarify things. Put it into perspective, especially when you can see it in black and white. So there's no denying what the definition of the word truly is. So what does the dictionary say about the word tar- toxic? Very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. Poisonous. Very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way, poisonous. So you may wonder what is insidious. I'm not going to take it for granted that everybody knows what that word is. And it's proceeding in a gradual, subtle way, but with harmful effects. And I think that's really, really important, that insidious way. Proceeding in gradual, subtle way, but with harmful effects. So why? Why the word toxic? Well, toxic is deadly. And toxic doesn't always have to mean a um, that it causes a physical death or physical poison. But it also can mean um, 
mental poison, a spiritual poison. And the only way to defend yourself against toxic is when you first, you have to identify it. It's something that has to be identified that this is not good or healthy for you in any way. And not just unhealthy, because there can be certain things that are unhealthy. You know, I can eat <laughs> some Cheetos. Those Cheetos are not are not healthy for me. But if I add an element to those Cheetos that is toxic, it can turn into something that's deadly. Now, in an insidious way, those Cheetos can be toxic to you if it happens over a long period of time and it just gradually knocks you down. And then all of a sudden you start to feel those harmful effects of it. So let's not get it twisted. What I am talking about today is toxic individuals, toxic people, toxic relationships. These are people that have no nutritional value to you at all. All they do is deplete you. They suck you dry of your spirit. They suck you dry mentally, physically. They're like a nuclear to your spirit. They're like a nuclear bomb to you, to your mental. And it causes you to break. And eventually pieces of you will die. So we have to identify um, toxic individuals. So I, I remember and, you know, I won't be specific in in names, but there was a very, very um, toxic relationship that I personally was a part of. And so I'm speaking from experience. This is not something that I heard. Um, it was a toxic relationship and everything within me. I didn't I didn't know. You know, I was just kind of going through the motions, thought that I was in love, um, not realizing that the relationship itself was toxic. So you also, when you when you're identifying toxic, you got to remember that people can be toxic for you and you can also be toxic for certain individuals. You're not exempt from the toxic bug. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a bad person. It's just, it's the wrong chemistry. You know, if I go into the lab right now and I mix chlorine with ammonia, it's a deadly concoction that's going to bring fumes and there's some trouble that's going there's either it's going to blow up you're going to smell the fumes and you could die now ammonia alone has its benefits chlorine alone has its benefits but together they just don't work and they become toxic so that's something that i also and we'll talk about that later in the homework but that's also something that i want you to identify is that the combination together can also be unhealthy. But let's talk right now about just toxic individuals and and how you need to identify them. 
So there's a few things that I have written here, some of which I've read, some of, of my own um, experience. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to give you some identifiers of a, of a toxic individual. So I, I want to explain this and I want to put it in the simplest terms possible. Um, you know, I'll use I'll use a movie reference. So, you know, you have Superman. Superman in the in the comic world was one of the strongest um, entities on Earth. But even that Superman had a weakness. And for that Superman, what was his weakness? It was kryptonite. And when he got close to kryptonite, kryptonite, and then we're talking about the man that could run fast, super strength, um, supervision, super hearing, like all of his senses were heightened to the highest level. But when he got close to kryptonite, he crumbled. He was weak. I mean, he could not. I mean, he just couldn't function when he was around kryptonite. But when you moved the kryptonite away, even if it was just from a short distance, you still felt the effects of kryptonite. But if he moved it far away, he basically was at his best. He was at his optimal self when he was away from this kryptonite. And so, and, and again, some people may say, okay, I get it. You know, just move yourself away. Now you don't understand when I talked about the definition before and I talked about it was very harmful. It is very, very harmful. And it is key for you to move these individuals away. And so that relationship that I, that I told you about earlier, let me tell you just how deadly it was personally to me. And, um, I toyed around with this and whether I should share this, this part of myself and in thinking about sharing it, I have to admit there was a bit of fear that was there. And the fear was because I'm, I'm, I'm truly stripping myself down by allowing this piece of myself to come out. But in, in order to help the, the greater good, I feel it necessary to share. And um, even as I'm talking about sharing it, I'm contemplating, should it come out? Should it not come out? You know, and it, 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 because that's what toxic does. But I'm going to expose myself to a little bit of the kryptonite to share it with you so you can just understand the serious nature of toxic individuals. And so this relationship that I was a part of, it was so um, deadly that it took me to the brink of death for sure one time. And the second time, I think that it was the side effects of this toxic relationship. And so the first part that was surely deadly was I had, I attempted to take my own life. 
you know, you don't know that you're to the edge until you're actually to the edge. And I'm no saint. I'm not, I'm talking about a person here in myself that I am no saint. I haven't done everything perfect in my life, but I was pushed to the edge and it was in that insidious way. It was bit by bit subtle and it continued to grow and grow and grow until I could no longer take it anymore. And I felt that the solution was to take my own life. Now I have to say when I decided to take my own life and I did it by way of, of, of cutting my wrist. Um, and I had to have 158 stitches in my arm. I knew immediately after I was done that it was something that I should not do. I knew it. I knew that it wasn't the way I had family. I had friends. More importantly, I had God, but it was like, because the toxic, the fumes were so overwhelming that I wanted to just end it all and not work anymore. I, I just didn't, I didn't want to. And so I went through this, this process or this mental journey of healing right afterwards. And I, and I saw people that were in a worse situation than I was. And you don't know that it's a worse situation until you're faced with other people's situations. So because I did this, I was put into a place where I had to see other people's situations. And I was like, wow, I've got a family support system. I have God. I have light at the end of the tunnel. And it's not a train coming to hit me at the end of that tunnel. It was actual light. But I decided that I just needed to go and end it. Fast solution. But really, really all I needed to do was eliminate the toxicity out of my life. And once I did so, and that was a tough journey to be a part of. But once, once, once I did so, all of a sudden I became healed and it was better and got better and got better. So now here's the second part of that, of how it, it almost took me out. I believe that you have to protect everything that enters your body, every hole that enters your body, which means your ears, means your nose, um, means your mouth. Um, and it means your, 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 and all of these things go into your heart and into your, in, into your brain. So you have to protect these gateways into you. But because I still had some residue left from the toxic that was in me, I truly believe that it created or helped to birth the cancer that was in my body. And I've talked about this in previous episodes and I can go into a lot of detail. Stage four cancer, 
spread throughout the body. Had to have two stem cell transplants, um, resection of, of the liver, as well as um, removing um, my lymph nodes from my abdomen. And during this time of this cancer, part of that toxic entered my life again. And then I began to have seizures. And it almost took me out again. But here was the saving grace this second time. I had a warrior that was on my side that knew the power of prayer, that knew the power of positive energy and light that was entering. And they would not allow me to forget the path that was laid before me. They said to me, you're not going to die. You've got way too much ahead of you. We have way too much together. We've got too many things that need to be accomplished. And I was like, wow. And this is when I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I had an individual and my wife now, um, <laughs> disclaimer now that helped me to see that light. And then all of a sudden I had people all over the world. And when I say all over the world, I'm not joking all over the world that were praying for me to get out of this non-toxic individuals that were praying for my rise versus praying for my downfall. I'm going to start talking about that because that's getting too, um, too deep for me. So how do you identify these toxic individuals? Well, here's a few things. There's one, two, three, four, five, there's six things that you really need to look for. One of those things is, and please write this down. And if you're not writing it down now, make sure that you go back to the episode, fast forward it to this moment in the episode and make sure you write this down because they're really, really important. So one is individuals that, you know, you never feel fully comfortable around them. There's just something that's uneasy. You always feel like you're on edge around these individuals. That's a sign that you might be around a toxic individual. Then two, you feel bad about yourself in their presence. There's always this feeling of less than like it's, you're just, you just don't feel good. And that matches well with that, that uncomfortability. Three, you always have to defend yourself to the person. <clears throat> you always feel as though, you know, you're on the defense, you're on the edge and you're proving yourself like that. It's just, you have to defend. If I always have to always, and I have this feeling and some of this could be, you know, because you, um, self-conscious, etc. But this is specific to the actual individual. If you feel like you have to defend yourself, probably a sign that that person's toxic. The other part is the next one is 
you always feeling like you have, you know, you deserve some form of an apology and apology. It never, ever happens. You never get the apology. I remember when I was going through my certain situation and, and again, I told you I wasn't, uh, an angel in this situation, but when you push to the edge, you seem to think, especially if there's someone that's supposedly on your side or in your circle, that you will, you will get what you need from that person. And sometimes if you, if it's that you truly deserve an apology, you should get it. But when it's a toxic person, it never happens. So you have to realize that's another sign of a toxic individual. The next one is you're always, or you're just constantly <laughs> confused by how this person acts or their, or their behavior. You can never really get it. And you always have this look of, hmm, you know how that dog kind of like turns his head like, hmm, that's that feeling that you get. Like you're just confused and, and, and you think, well, I know that this is not the right behavior or this is not how, how, how a person should act, but this person never gets it. So it throws you into a state of confusion. And anytime that you're thrown into a state of confusion, that can't be healthy for you. Cause now you're thrown off balance and it's, and you're, you're unclear. And the next one is, and the last one, and, and I think it's a really, really important one is you always feel like you're being manipulated into doing, um, uh, to doing to something that you don't want to do. Manip manipulation is never a, a good thing. Now there's persuasion, um, but manipulation is on the negative spectrum of the persuasion in. So if you always feel like you're being pushed into something and you know, you shouldn't be there. It's another sign of a toxic individual. So what do we have here? I'm going to read them, read them back for you. You're never really comfortable around them. You feel bad about yourself when you're in their presence. You always on the defense. You never get that apology that you truly deserve. You're in a constant state of confusion um, about or behind that person's behavior. And you always feel like you're being manipulated into something that you don't want to do. Now, if you listen to what I just um, read to you, and if you have individuals that fit this, I'm not saying it's an automatic like cut, but it does take an automatic evaluation. You have to evaluate this person because when someone re um, reveals themselves to you, what's that saying? <laughs> you have to believe them and believe them fully. You know, I was, um, I was listening to a, a song and it was by a great poet. <laughs> you know, I love my street poets and it was, um, Moneybag Yo. 
you don't know who he is, you, you go check him out. Everything is not for your ears, but hey, you know what? I, I get a little ratchet sometimes. Sometimes I like stuff that, you know, doesn't roll with, with, with my bougie lifestyle, whatever. But this is the, this is the black and bougie experience. So, you know, we, we go left and we go right. But there was one specific line from this great street poet, Moneybag, yo. And he said, you just want me in rotation playing around, playing around with my head. You just want me in rotation playing around with my head. And you know what this name of this song is called? Toxic. (laughs) I was like, if this is not built for this topic and this podcast, when they just constantly want to keep you in rotation, going around in circles, got you in that state of confusion. They're manipulating you. Why? To keep you in rotation, to see when they can use you, when they need from you, when they need to draw from you and they're, and they're drawing strength. There was, um, this show I'm, I, I love, as you can tell by now, I love comics. I love, I love the Marvel cinematic universe. A couple things in DC I like, but there was a show WandaVision and there was this witch that was in WandaVision and what her power was or sorcerer. I don't know what you want to call her or sorceress. Um, and her power was sucking your power from you. And she would just suck it away from you. So ultimately the individuals in the show, they just, uh, dried out and they became skeletons. Have you ever noticed like when you're dealing with toxic individuals, you feel older, you feel drained, you feel heavy. That's what a toxic individual does to you because they're draining you and they're pulling from you and they're becoming empowered in their wickedness. And again, you could say, Justin, here you go being super, super deep again, but I feel that I need to be super, super deep with this one because it takes this level of, um, dissection in order to get to the point of how bad a toxic individual is to you. And you got to remember the toxic, it spreads like a rash, just like poison ivy. Once it's planted, it can grow all around you. It's this wild poison ivy is what this like wild herb or something. And it makes you itch. And some people, you know, they're really, really allergic to it. There are cases where people have died from this poison ivy. Why is it called poison ivy? Because it's toxic. It's toxic to you and it can lead to a reaction that is not going to lead to the best you. Wow. You know, it's interesting as you as you grow um, and you become a better you, you start to see things with your third eye and you, you you become to you start to vibrate higher. You look back and you realize, how could I have ever been affected by by certain people or certain things? Well, that's called growth. 
And that's what this episode is about, because we've talked about so many things in different episodes, right? We've talked about your circle, talked about, you know, being exhausted, talk about your value, your worth, all of these different things. Well, you can't. And, and my podcast, let me say this. My podcasts are like it's like chapters. And as you start to go through these chapters of the podcast, you start to become the better you. And this is not for everybody. And I get it. You know, some people, you know, you listen to podcasts for enlightenment. Some people you, you, you look to podcasts for fun, um, for ratchetness, <laughs> you know, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to give you something that's real that's going to help to enlighten you. You know, I'm in between a, um, a motivational speaker and then like a, a Kevin Samuels. I'm like somewhere like in between. But I, I, I'm not going to be that raw to where you feel like you're just being broken down. But I'm also not going to give you a super enlightening message to where it's just all, all clouds and roses and fairies at the top. Sometimes we got to get in there and like clean some things out. You know, one thing when you're getting, um, when you go to the dentist, they have to clean that cavity out. But before they clean the, the cavity out, sometimes it's so infected that they have to give you antibiotics because that infection has gotten into your bloodstream. And once it gets into your bloodstream, a whole list of things that can happen, including death from a toothache. So I'm trying to give you a little bit of antibiotic. I'm trying to build your defense up so you can now go in and you can clean out the cavities that are in your life. Clean them out completely. If you need to get an, if you need to get a root canal, you know, you're getting a root canal. If you're getting, just pulling the tooth all together. If you want to <laughs> drill and saw it down so you can pop on some veneers or whatever you got to do, you need to do it. But in order to do that, sometimes you've got to give somebody a little bit of antibiotics. So this episode is going to be your antibiotics. It's going to be your, your, your cleanser. So what's next? Ah. My favorite part of the episode, the homework. And this is probably going to be one of the most important homework assignments that you've ever had to do. And it's a two parter, which a lot of them have come, especially in the summertime. It's a summer, you know, this is like summer school. And so the first part is I want you to take those lists of things of the identifiers of a toxic individual. And I want you to write down some names of people that are starting to fit into these categories. That's your starting point. If people are starting to fit into those categories, you're, you're already ahead of the game because you now you've identified people that are a weakness for you. And two, which is, equally as important you need to identify if you yourself fall into some of these categories and if you yourself fall into these categories there's one thing that you can do to yourself that you can't do to others you can correct and if you feel as though that you fall into some of these categories i want you to go to some people that you could have been perceived toxic to and they're good but you perceive that you could be toxic to those people. I want you to go and I want you to apologize. I don't know. And not only do I want you to apologize, I want you to do something about it. 
because that's the thing that we have 100% control over is ourselves. And if you can control yourself and make a better you, you've just eliminated one um, less toxic person in the world. Wow. This episode has helped me so much and I hope that it impacts you the same way. A lot of times when I'm doing these episodes, as I tell you, it's therapy for me the same way that it, it could possibly be therapy for you. I'm no doctor. I'm no therapist. I have no clinical training. That's my disclaimer. Don't try to use me and say, well, Dr. Justin said this. Dr. <laughs> Black and Bougie podcast said this. No, 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 no. I'm just using some of my life experiences and I'm just sharing them with you in hopes that it can make a better you. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You have listened to another episode of the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. I hope it impacts you the way that it impacted me. And thank you. I look forward to speaking to you again. Be well.